Okay, here's the podcast. 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 Grab it, smash it, throw it on the ground. Here's the podcast. That is just one of the impromptu songs that Richie and I could do for your business. If your business maybe is stagnating a little bit and you don't feel you're getting people through the door, imagine a bespoke song written by myself and Richie jazzing it up. I'm not sure taking the old Hanna-Barbera Catch the Pigeon uh, and putting Here's the Podcast is listed as a bespoke song. I'm not hearing Catch the Pigeon. It's nothing to do with that. We had, we had a bit of uh, stick. There was a couple of high court battles about our uh, any other business team. Yeah. What were people saying that sounded like? Uh what was it? Do you know what? It was so unproven that I've forgotten what the uh, case was. It doesn't sound like anything. It doesn't sound like anything. It's a twang. Eh? It's a kind of magic. It's a kind of magic, magic, magic. It's a kind of magic. No, that doesn't sound like it. Here's the podcast. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Time underway Wednesday afternoon. It's Absolute Radio. It's Bush and Richie with the Clash. I fought the law. Uh, you can get in touch with this show. We love hearing from you lot. Uh, Absolute Radio. You can text as well. We had a brilliant tweet in yesterday from one of our listeners here on the Home Time Show. Uh, he says, "I got caught out today showing my age. I gave the wind your window down gesture to a young lady in the car park to give her my parking ticket. You know, some people do. Uh, and he says she looked at me baffled because obviously she was too young to ever know what it's like to manly wind down a car window. What a depressing." Pressing thing to have happened after trying to do a nice thing. I know, getting that kind of crushing underlining of your age and the fact that you're in a completely different... You know when you can scroll down a year of birth? Yeah. That's like 15 scrolls on an online <laughs> form, that, isn't it? Makes you feel like that. Weirdly, if you think about it right now, there's a dividing line in the sand between two different types of people in society listening to this show. There's people with a concept of what it was like back in the day to wind, manually wind down a window. Mm-hmm. And then there's younger people listening right now, and maybe to them the concept of winding down your window on your car is like someone out of the Canterbury Tales, which is which is unbelievable. And it got me thinking about uh, our producer Nick, the youngest member of the team. He's just 24 years old, is Nick? Yeah. God bless him. And we look after him here on Home Time, don't we as well? But I was thinking, right, there are certain things that Nick, as a 24-year-old guy, will have no concept of. And right in there is the concept of winding down a window. We checked with him earlier on. He's never wound down a window in a car before. I will add this in. Go on. He's never played football and been able to pick up the ball as a goalkeeper from a back pass. Back in the day with football, that was all it was. Like 90% in... picking the ball up. I can remember up. when that rule changed, suddenly I became a useless goalkeeper. <laughs> <laughs> it was around about that. Around about that kind of year. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good point. It's of a certain era. He's 24 years old. He doesn't know what it's like. No. Uh, Nick, I would say, has got no concept of the USSR. No, he won't. He's got no idea the USSR. He won't, no. He'll be aware of it, but he's not lived through it. No. Nick, 24-year-old Nick, has never phoned up to confirm his flight on the return leg, if he's, <laughs> say, in Falaraki. He's never had to phone it up. <laughs> so that's what we're starting the show with uh, tonight, folks. Nick is 24. What has he got no concept or experience of? Let's get a list together. 8, 12, 15. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. 
It's absolute radio. It's Bush and Ritchie. It's another beautiful city, uh, beginning with the letter B, that you could be going off to uh, to see Liam Gallagher. It's Birmingham on 10 weeks of tickets. Are you sure uh, about that? <laughs> I am, yeah, yeah, yeah. After, after five, uh, as we play another suspenseful round of Who Claims Wins. Meanwhile, uh, we received a text earlier on from one of our listeners who felt old because he did the wind the window down sign to a girl in a car park who was going to give her his parking ticket, which is a nice thing to do. Then it dawned on him that she was so young, she wasn't aware what it was like to actually manually wind a window down, uh, which has led us to kind of a test study in youth. Producer Nick here is only 24. We want a complete list of things that he has no concept of at just the age of 24. Uh, text us 81215. This text here says, Nick won't understand the need to rewind a cassette tape with a pencil. <sighs> Pencil or my first ever Walkman, you had to flip it over and fast forward it to rewind it. Yes. And then flip it yeah, back yeah. again. I used to keep a pencil in my car for the whole business of tightening up the cassette. There's oh, yeah. no need for a pencil in the car. I can add another one in. Nick has got no concept of adjusting the tracking on a video player. No, he won't. Just to kind of, you know, level it up a little bit. Sticking with the cars, uh, this text says, Bush, Richie, I had a manual choke in my first ever car oh. and it had four gears and no power steering and I had to start the engine half an hour before I wanted to go anywhere to get it warmed up. They should bring back chokes. They should. I, I used to absolutely love choking the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a brilliant old, like, sometimes it'd be like a brass door handle. That unpredictability in motoring, <laughs> it was such fun. Uh, Andrew says, Nick's got no concept of dial-up internet. Like, if your dad was on the landline, you couldn't <laughs> go on the internet. I remember that as well. And I'd say as well, Nick's got no concept of loading a video game on tape. Wait, no, you won't have that. I remember we used to have a Batman video game. You'd literally load it for 25 minutes, die within a minute, and then you have to load it again. <laughs> and Martin says, Nick's got no concept of watching football on on Teletext. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Greg texts from Bath, 8 12, 15 to, uh, to Texas to say Nick has no concept of tape to tape. Oh. Borrowing your mate's new Guns N' Roses album to make an 80s style backup. I remember being absolutely petrified that uh, the police were going to get me for tape to tape. <laughs> I even tape. I love the Airwolf uh, theme so much. I taped it off the telly. Do you, do you remember those big long tape cassette recorders? Yeah, there? yeah, yeah. Like the Rockford Files. Like <laughs> we used to have one of them. Really, really bizarre. Uh, Neil from Banbury says uh, Nick's got no concept of video rental stores. You know, corner shop you can rent yeah. Cobra with yeah. Sly Stallone. He's got no concept. And of you it. have to rewind it, take it back. Oh yes. Adam in South Wales says pull out car stereos. Uh, there, do people still nick car stereos or not? Because it was a thing where you would take it with you, like it's like a little handbag. You would, it'd be like a little handbag. I think these days you just pop the front off, don't you? And then that's it all sorted that's and safe. Yeah. Do people still nick stereos anymore? I like? hope not. My I hope dad society's got, grown up. My dad got his stereo nicked back in the day when we were kids. Uh, and then Alan says, uh, Nick's got no concept of waiting patiently for CFAX to scroll through its pages to find your team's current score against Preston North End. Uh, you can text the show 81215, you can give us a bell, which is what Sean's done. We've got Sean on the line. Sean, what do you reckon Nick has got no concept of? Um, painting wood chip wallpaper. Painting wood uh, chip wallpaper. What about that? Yeah. Just yeah, wood chip wallpaper, full stop. <laughs> That's yeah, a, a beautiful thing. Trying to get, even trying to get that off the wall was a nightmare in itself. So Nick has got no concept of painting wood chip wallpaper. No, absolutely none whatsoever. And then the other thing would be um, stacking six singles onto a um, drop-down record player. You remember those? <laughs> See, you get, I'm going to have to leave you on this one because I don't know that. <laughs> I've never done that before. <laughs> Yes, what is that? Have. Of course you have. Yes, you put six singles, 45, whatever they were, singles, seven singles. So, Sean, of, yes. where were you stationed during the Second World War then? <laughs> <laughs> uh, not, many, not many years older than you. Oh. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
on listening to them in your own time then we can't really stop you okay let's get on with it then the home time podcast with bush and richie producer nick here on our team is only 24 what has he got no concept of and there's been some very interesting things coming on june says nick's got no concept of outside toilets (laughs) she probably does not my nan used to have an outside toilet when i was a little kid i had an outside toilet a couple of years ago did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rent to a house. Old school. <laughs> yeah. Going out there in your flip-flops with a, like a, a magazine under your arm, probably a train-based magazine. It's quite handy to have. I bet it is, actually. Just sometimes, if you see what I mean. We mentioned a night on the Guinness on yesterday's exactly. show. Exactly. Perfect. Leave it at that. Yeah. Uh, Nick has no concept of Ed the Duck in the broom cupboard, says <gasps> Scott in Great Yarmouth. He's missing out. <laughs> he really is. Lynn says Nick has got no concept of waiting for the weekly cinema listings to come out in the local paper or phoning the <laughs> cinema to listen to a really long recorded message to to find out the times. Do you remember that? I do. Did you say Peter Baran? <laughs> Welcome to Odeon Cinemas. And he has no concept of the danger that was posed by the Y2K computer bug. Do you know what, right? My dad was one of the first ever computer programmers. Mm. He was one of the people that created the bug, basically, because they didn't realise that it would go to naught, naught and go around again. He then made out like a bandit being hired by a company to make sure that the thing didn't happen when it hit Y2K. That is incredible. Almost criminal activity. Wow. He wrote the bug in the first place. <laughs> and then this is almost poetic from radio's Phil Williams who says, uh, Nick has got no concept of life, love, disappointment, landlines, relying on a mate to turn up because you text to see where they are, killing an hour in HMV listening posts, raves where you phone a number to see if they're still on or they've already been busted by the five Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, a week's time for our early doors game of five-a-side football, which we're really looking forward to. Oh my God, is it a week today? It is a week today. Wow. By this time, the two teams will have taken taken battle against each other. So we'll have played at like eight o'clock in the morning or whatever. So by this time next week, me and you are going to be in all sorts of agony, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. And we'll, we'll be remembering why we'd given up playing <laughs> yeah. five-a-side football. But yes, yep. uh, two teams will, um, well, yeah, take Battle Railway Madrid versus uh, Bushier Dortmund. Well done, well remembered. The I keep names forgetting. of the, uh, the two teams, one captain by Bush, one by myself, uh, and the team members are made up by you guys. Uh, others who have had to ha- hang up their AstroTurf boots because uh, life's got in the way. Uh, and one of those who's going to join us is Martin, who's on the phone right now. You don't get the chance to play anymore, do you, Martin? Yeah, yeah I live in Southampton, so I don't, I'm from Glasgow, I live in Southampton. So uh, I don't remember. Do you know it's quite far to drive for a, a weekly five-a-side <laughs> game, isn't it? The, the miles that add up at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, so I used to live in Leicester, and my mate, my flatmate, organised his works five-a-side, and I played with him with the work, and it was great. And every Thursday night was the highlight of the week. I don't think I've ever played football in Southampton. S- Southampton sounds terrible, doesn't it? <laughs> it really no sounds so going. bleak. Are yeah. you enjoying it in Southampton? Do you want us to get you out of there? <laughs> Um, Martin, so what is your expertise? Where do you where, where do you play? Yeah, I'll play anywhere. I can literally not the greatest, but I can probably do a half a job in any position. Name a Scottish great that you are like. Um, the Scottish great is um, probably an ugly player. Somebody that played ugly. Archie Gemmell? Jim uh, Layton? No, I'm not a goalie. I, I, I don't know. I'm a utility man. Utility uh, man. Utility man. Fantastic. And then, uh, so when was the last time you kicked a ball in anger? Uh, 
four or five weeks ago because I still put the job I do a travel so I can still sneak in a game in Leicester if I time it right with work. Brilliant, just get away from um, Southampton. <laughs> thing, <isn't it>? yeah. <laughs> well, look, we're looking forward to seeing you next week and we can uh, we can see what we do about letting you never go to Southampton again. You can stay. You know, we're like one of those bobsleigh teams that come over and then never go back. <laughs> yeah. Do that, stay with us. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Uh, I've already referred to the fact that uh, we are past the halfway point of the week and we're downhill to the weekend, which is mm-hmm. always a good thing, but uh, I've checked in my diary. I have only... <laughs> I mean, people think we have some fantastic showbiz lifestyle here. No, it's not, not the case. Not the case. I've only got one thing left in my diary for the rest of the week. In terms of the week, what are we saying the week is up until... Uh, Sunday. Sunday night. Okay, yeah, yeah fair Sunday enough. night, yeah, yeah. Um, Sky Q installation tomorrow morning, 9.30, that's it. Oh, Admittedly, wow. I'm excited about it because the nerd in me, like for the last football season, you get the whole kind of, and it's even better in, you know, Ultra HD and all uh-huh. that kind of thing. And I'm thinking, oh, all right, OK, all right, keep going on about it, but I can't wait. You've earned it. You've earned, you've earned the upgrade in the telly, I think, I think overall. So. I think so, yeah. So that is all I have left in my diary, but it is one thing I'm very excited about. But I did think, let's, let's just take a little... 20-minute snapshot of our listenership. little survey. And do a home-time diary audit. (laughs) Have a look at your diary right now, whether it is smartphone-based or some kind of archaic paper-based system. What is the most exciting thing you have left in your diary for the rest of the week? Tell us about it. I reckon after this next 20 minutes where people are telling us what the most exciting thing left in their diary is, I think we'll know where we all stand. Do you know what I mean? I'd like to know where my SkyQ installation stands against the rest of the listenership. Relegation zone, I'd probably say. <laughs> Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Uh, see now, immediately I'm regretting this. All right. Uh, but in your in your life, you've been looking forward to having Sky Q. Well, that is true. So that is true. It's 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 down to horses for courses, isn't it? I've suggested this home time diary audit. We all have a look in our diaries and we share the most exciting thing we have left for the rest of the week. For me, it's it's a Sky Q installation. <laughs> That's it. Um, and uh, you've got people going to the Stereophonics. You've got Brian here on the A50 towards Stoke Formula One Silverstone this weekend. Oh, British Grand Prix. Make sure no spoilers at the weekend you know what they get like we can't do spoilers just yet surely we're well, you never right. know I'm sure if you're a Formula <laughs> 1 fan you'd probably get eggy by us even saying that it was on has that ruined it for you oh don't tell me the location I was going to type it uh, Nigel Bailey says Macbeth Opera tomorrow afternoon at the is it the Minac or the Minac Theatre hopefully it'll be sunny and then the beach on Friday very high that's brow. that Cornwall outdoor theatre oh yes highbrow indeed beautiful uh, Phil in Glasgow I need to pay my Costco membership renewal before the end of the week rock and roll that's his diary entry well, at least you know you're not completely at the bottom. <laughs> Vouchers are now worth double at Tesco Mobile, so use them to lower your monthly phone bill. Tesco Mobile, every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. For me, most exciting thing in my diary, I'm uh, taking my little indie disco to the Village Green Festival in Southend, my home turf. Brilliant. So Chalkwell Park, if you live near there, me, with, not that I'm co-headlining with them, Busted and the Fun Loving Criminals as well. Wow. Busted, huh? That's pretty cool. Because I think Busted from Southend, so... 
so far, that's quite a good thing in the diary, if I may say so myself. Uh, it's my daughter's, my 14-year-old daughter's first banger racing car on Friday. Good so for there's her. a nameless text here. That's pretty cool. What about this? They don't even leave their name, but they should have done, because listen to this. I'm sewing Viking purses with year three and four, visiting my grandma on her 99th birthday, in brackets, I bought her a flake... And then I'm putting up my new tent as a dry run, rock and roll. Every single correspondence from you is making my installation look ridiculous tomorrow morning. <laughs> uh, Wayne is hanging on. Wayne, what is in your diary? I'm taking my mother for a helicopter flight over Western Supermare on Sunday. Whoa! Taking your mother for a helicopter flight? Is it your own mum or is it mother-in-law? It's my own mother. Is it your own helicopter? Yeah. No, it isn't, unfortunately. I wish it was. Oh, oh. That'd be great to have an H helipad out the back in your garden there. <laughs> or, or a listener who owns a helicopter. Yes. Yeah. What? How does this come about, then? Is she keen into doing this kind of thing, or is it you're just going to completely surprise her, or what? No, she, no, she loves uh, Western Supermare. Um, she highlighted uh, the helicopter flights from the museum um, there in Western, and I bought it for Christmas. Um, wow. So I thought I'd take it this weekend, and I thought I'd, I might as well go up myself as well. Beautiful. Please, could you tell me what that is written in your diary as? Um, just Western Supermare. So you haven't written in helicopter? Uh, heli- surely helicopter is the uh, main thing. No, because it's not something I'm likely to forget, really, is it? I guess not. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <still>. <laughs> <Good point. laughs> Wayne, have a fantastic <laughs> time. It's not the sort of thing I do frequently, so I'm not likely to forget that, but that part to it. Well, I think we have to do agree to disagree there, Wayne, because Richie and I are very clear on the fact that you should have put a helicopter. <laughs> but I don't want this to ruin your mum's surprise or whatever, so you have a great time, yeah? We'll do, that'll be great, yeah, yeah. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. This is Hometime with Bush and Richie, Absolute Radio on a Wednesday night. Good to have you on board. Win your way to go and see Liam Gallagher live, thanks to 10 weeks of tickets next on this show. We've been asking you to share your diaries with us and tell us what is the most exciting entry you have left in your diary for the rest of the week. Mixed results. Let's head to Wales and find out what's going on with Richard. It's I have to put my solar reading in on Sunday. Wow. Uh, I've got solar, solar panels and they email you. It's your time to send a reading in. And so it's Sunday it is. It's going in. Oh, wow. So this is the thing where... It was about five years ago, wasn't it? They went round and, and they were offered people, would you want to have solar panels on top of your roof? And I didn't know whether it was something that panned out all right and it worked well, but you, you think you're going to get some money off it, you reckon? I've, I've had them since 2012. OK, and what? Are you going to make no, money no, out no. of this? It was, it, they were changing uh, at the time. They were offering 40-something 40, 40 P a kilowatt. That's a good price for but a kilowatt. The, the government was going to change. Yeah. And they were going to halve it. And all of a sudden, the price of the panels dropped. How much are you looking to get then when, when they're coming round? What do you think? Well, this quarter, it'll be about £800. Wow! And now you add me oh, at £800. We're in the wrong game, Richie. We need to get ourselves some solar um, panels. I, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> if, if I only I'd known when I bought them. But I can tell you what we've um, earned. Go on. Since 2012. Yeah. He's going through a book here. Look, so he's like, going through a book. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, fourteen thousand and fifty pounds. Oh, oh, wait whoa. a minute, Richard! Wow, fourteen thousand pounds off your solar panels, and I paid seven thousand pounds for the panels. Wow, mate, you are look, absolutely raking it in over as there. As David Dickinson would say, you're wiping your face. You're wiping your face, mate. <laughs> well, thanks, much. <laughs> it has been surprisingly good. I, I didn't realise, but. When this show finishes at 7 o'clock, I'm going to go home, have dinner, 
and look up solar panels. <laughs> the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Uh, Tell Me to Tickets continues all this week, giving you chances to go and see Liam Gallagher live at the Birmingham Arena. All you need to do is take part in our little competition that we call Who Claims Wins? And let's speak to our contestants. First up on line one, we have Samantha. Where are you calling from, Samantha? Good evening. Well, late evening, early afternoon, evening. We've, <laughs> we've cleared up the time of day. <laughs> yeah, we have. I get very confused. As far as you're concerned, Samantha, when does it become night time? Seven o'clock. Seven o'clock night time. But what if it's yeah. December and it's dark outside at 3.30? That's a good point. Five o'clock. Right. I like the fact <laughs> she's very to the point on these things. Uh, how are you and where are you calling from? I'm fine, thank you. Um, I'm calling from Hove in very sunny Brighton. Beautiful. Oh, brilliant. Have you Beautiful. had a nice day today? Uh, I'm a teaching assistant and we've had PE outside all afternoon, so it's been lovely. Superb. Well, good for you. Listen, stay there and let's meet the person you're going to be playing against. It's Rebecca mm-hmm. on line two. Where are you, Rebecca? Hi, I'm in Chelmsford, uh, Rettenden, oh, where the brilliant. Rettenden murders were. <laughs> where the what? No, no, no. Where the Rettenden murders were. OK, yeah. thanks for that, uh, Rebecca. <laughs> OK. Let's keep it light. Uh, you've had a good day, dare I ask? Yeah, and no, I've had a great day, thank you. Good. I'm a chef, so I've had a brilliant day. Lovely. Right, right, back on brilliant. solid ground. Right, here, <laughs> let's go through the rules then. So, <laughs> Samantha... Uh, well, both of you. We're going to give you a random topic. It's got many possible answers. Samantha, you will have to say how many answers you think you could give in 30 seconds. Uh, Rebecca, you'll have the opportunity to claim if you think you could name more or less than uh, Samantha. And whoever thinks they could claim more will then have 30 seconds to do just that. If they manage it, it's tickets a go-go. If they don't, it's tickets, tickets a no-no. no-no. Let's play. Who claims wins? Here we go then, Samantha. How many Oasis singles to feature Liam Gallagher on vocals do you think you can name in 30 seconds? Oh, oh that's pretty easy. I'd say four. 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 OK, Samantha says four. Rebecca, do you think you could name more or do you want to challenge Samantha to do her four? I'll go five. Five. Five for Rebecca. Uh, Samantha, do you want to name more than five or are you challenging Rebecca to do her five? Um, six. Six for Samantha. It's back with you, Rebecca. Can you name more? Are you going to challenge Samantha? Let Samantha have a go. Samantha, right, 30 seconds. Six of these songs. Go for it. What's the story, Morning Glory? Um, Lila. Um, go let it out. Um, da, 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 da. oh, cigarettes and alcohol. Um, oh my goodness, when you're trying to think. Um, oh, da, da, da. oh, I, oh, um. Time is up. Come back to me. Time is up, I'm afraid, Samantha. Wow, it goes quickly, doesn't it? And it was just the three there that you got. Hard luck. Samantha. Oh, never mind. But you've brightened all our afternoons up. That's that's something that I will say, so hard luck. The only kind of concern I've got, we've got to go back to Rebecca, is she going to mention murders again? (laughs) I really hope not. I (laughs) hope not. (laughs) She shouldn't be because she's just won. 
I'm so happy, but can I just clear that up? It's where the Essex boys' murders were in Rettendon, and that's the only reason I said it. Right. <laughs> Good. Well, look. She did. Um, congratulations. You are going to go and see Liam Gallagher live. It's a well done to you. It's a commiserations to Samantha. And it's good night from us. And it really is. <laughs> for a podcast we told them to do it themselves and here it is the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Day three of the Hometime Wildlife Expose that is the were coyote yeah. uh, this uh, uh, this this fiendish animal that has well let's let's just say it as it is urinated in my back garden leaving a scorch mark on this brand new turf that I've been cultivating for months and months. It's a mysterious beast it has acidic wee which is very very strange we've been trying to get to the bottom of it over the past we have indeed, yeah. I mean, Google, you know, when I when I first sort of, you know, looked at this on the Sunday morning, said it's obviously a coyote that has done this. Yeah, well, that's, that is the current thinking, but we're, we're just trying to work out the science here. Now, earlier on, I mentioned this at the top of the show, but when Richie was trapped on his train a bit earlier on, mm-hmm. I did. I was I was manning the home time desk and I thought, I'm going to do a bit of extra police work, and I luckily managed to get a call with TV naturalist and adventurer, Mr Steve Backshaw, uh, who's obviously a bit of a legend. Knows he is of, a legend. His, he, his Deadly 60 programme was amazing. He's like just an all-round adventurer, so I thought he's going to know. And I started by asking him if it's actually an animal that we're dealing Dealing with here. It absolutely could be an animal. It's usually to do with uh, an excess of nitrogen in the wee that causes it, okay. and it could be a whole range of things. So uh, we used to get it from our dog weeing on the lawn. It used to leave horrible, great big scorch marks uh, from where it had been going. But it could be all sorts of things. It could be a fox. It could even be rabbits. It could be students. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> We've all done that on the way home. It's a long walk. Yeah, absolutely. It could be someone coming back from the pub that just nipped over the over the fence. <laughs> the best way of finding out would be, um, you know, they have these these trail cams now, these kind of nighttime cams you can leave in the garden, which will catch anything on camera, like CCTV when you go in there. Yeah. Putting up one of those could catch the culprit in the act. Wow, that'd be amazing. I mean, like we were kind of hoping it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world if there was a bit of uh, local tourism that was drummed up through the thing that we're calling the Ware Coyote. That's an amazing idea. So do you think it could be a coyote? Uh, You know, there is this thing sometimes where people have slightly secretive exotic pets and you hear about them escaping. There was that python that they've just recaptured in Cambridge that was someone's pet. Is this a thing where people keep these kind of big cats? I mean, I grew up in Devon with the Beast of Bodmin and all that kind of stuff. It has happened. There have been escapes into the countryside from private reserves. So I think there was a a lynx that was on the run for a short while, a a couple of years back. You know, they usually tend to be quite well publicised and you tend to hear about it. I I don't think that there are big cats roaming the British countryside that we don't know anything about. Well, there you go. So first of all, I feel a little bit like Lloyd Christmas in Dumb and Dumber. (laughs) So you're saying there's a chance. There is a real chance. He didn't say no to your coyote question. I also think as well, he's given us the green light to buy some tech. That, I think, is what I'm most excited about. Green light. We need to get onto this right now to buy one of these infrared nighttime things. Uh, Also, as an added bonus, I asked him how how we could lure out the coyote, and he had some cracking advice... And we'll find out what Steve had to say about it next. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. We don't just throw the show together. It's almost like we plan it. <laughs> I mean, all this, all this talk of coyotes and night vision cameras. 
Lou Reed, Walk on the Wild Side. I bet that's probably Steve Batchel's ringtone. It must be. You wouldn't miss out on an opportunity like that. <laughs> it's home time. It's Bush and Richie. It's Wednesday evening, Absolute Radio. So Steve Bagshaw, uh, I phoned him earlier on whilst Richie was trapped on a train getting stuck trying to get into work. Uh, we're after advice from him. Of course, he's like an adventurer extraordinaire. Knows everything about the wild. I've been trying to get his steer on things for tracking down this coyote, which has been apparently weeing on Richie's back lawn. The key thing is then, if we can get this tech sorted out, uh, I asked him earlier on, uh, what was the best way of luring the coyote back to the garden so we can film it? If it's a coyote, the coyote's like, kind of like a, a miniature wolf. Uh, they do a lot of scavenging. They catch small prey like sort of lemmings and, and rabbits and things like that so um, they, they can actually be attracted by by squeaking which is a noise that naturalists use to to attract uh, members of the dog family and it kind of it, it's kind of like you make a noise like that wow and it apparently sounds like a like a rabbit in distress and it can call in if there is a coyote out there in the undergrowth it may well attract it in that's amazing steve that noise one more time I'm sure I've tried that in a nightclub at some point. <laughs> Steve, this is amazing. Thank you so much. This, we, this is brilliant intel, and this will give us some impetus to try and get an answer. I think the people of Great Britain deserve an answer on the where coyote, don't you think? I, I think they do, and I think you should keep me informed. And if, if you need someone to stake out your lawn with night vision goggles and thermal imaging cameras, then I am your man. Good lad. Undercurrent of uh, Andy McNabb, SS, and that's what I like about you, Steve. <laughs> Steve, you're a busy man. You've got a, a new TV show on the go on UK, UK TV. Dave, tell us about that. Yeah, that's right. So I spent most of the last year doing 10 expeditions uh, into far-flung parts of the world, things that haven't been done before, like doing first-ever descents of whitewater rivers in the Himalayas, uh, going down two rivers that had never been mapped before, first ascents of mountains in the uh, in the Arctic and in the desert. It's been a, a massive, massive year. And, uh, yeah, the television series starts on, on Dave in a couple of weeks' time, and I've, I've written a book about it as well. So it's been a massive year for me. Amazing. And also, and I love this, you're doing kind of like a, a tour in terms of gigs, doing it on stage as well. Tell us a little bit about that. I love that you call it a gig. That make, makes it sound way cooler than it probably will be. Uh, I'm going to be talking about the experience in uh, a bunch of different festivals and things around the country, but I've particularly got uh, one in Birmingham and one in Manchester that are coming up within the next week or so. Do you know what I, what I love about it, though? I remember being like forced to go to terrible like school. You need a school trip where you go and have some old fella who's like 110 bang on at you about whether it was science, biology, whatever. But I do think people like yourself and pe people like Professor Brian Cox are making learning through stuff like these stages things a bit more exciting and a bit more different a bit more on the edge so i think it's a good thing steve what are you doing that's very very kind of you to say so i have to say i've, I've um, seen brian talk many times and i understand about three percent of what he's saying so. <laughs> <laughs> that's two percent more yeah, than me and richie when he was on level. so don't worry about it <laughs> the home time podcast with bush and richie if you're listening it's probably not home time anymore but we can't be bothered to think of a new name Absolute radio. This show is based on a true story. You will also have missed what happened after five o'clock when we launched the first ever Home Time National Diary Audit. Oh, yeah. Uh, this was because I uh, looked at my diary and realised the only thing I have in for the rest of the week uh, is uh, a Sky installer uh, tomorrow at 9.30 for Sky Q. Just had a text about it. There you go. You and approve. I'm virtually in a relationship with this guy. <laughs> What's his name? Do you know the guy's name? I don't know his name. Was it Dan? Oh, does Dan does Dan play sport, does he? <laughs> He's giving me my new mate. Dan this. I'm sick of Dan. But you guys are still coming in with uh, with all your, your your diary dates for the weekend. This is this is really good. Michelle is hanging on. Uh, what are you, what, what's in your diary for this weekend, Michelle? Okay, so um I don't know if I foolishly 
um, agreed to be a bunny nanny for one of my fellow mums at nursery looking after their two rabbits. Oh, my well, word. Holiday. Yeah, yeah, I am slightly nervous, but I'm treating it as a dry run for my little girl to see if she can manage having the bunnies in the house. So you're rabbit-sitting? Uh, essentially, yeah. Do you know what their names are, these rabbits, Michelle? Do you know what? I have no idea. I just know they're getting dropped off on Saturday morning with a hutch and instructions. Oh, they're coming to you. I thought you were going to go and, like, <laughs> drop into the house and then feed them. They're actually coming to your house. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they are. We're going to have to move furniture and everything because apparently the hutches are like the size of a like a cot that a baby would sleep in. This there's there's an element of double jeopardy to this. Yeah. First of all, you're looking after someone else's rabbits; they can't escape. Mm-hmm. But secondly, oh, and they can't for, die. Either. Well, exactly. No. Obviously, it goes without saying, Michelle. That's number one rule of rabbit sitting. But secondly, it's got to go well enough for your little girl to have her own rabbits. I know, I know. I'm, I'm almost wondering whether we should sabotage it so that we can have a legitimate reason to say no. What? <laughs> this is murky. Let one perish for the cause, is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> Read it between the I lines? I really hope not. Please, Michelle, no. Just a disclaimer, there'll be no harm to the bunnies in, in case the mum from nursery is listening. Good. <laughs> and everyone else. And Ofcom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody else. Yeah, clearly. Not a bunny killer. No. Michelle, get off our show. Stop talking about Get us in trouble, mate. <laughs> Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. People say it's been a dark show today. I'd just like to say I attribute this to you guys and not to us. Yeah, you, you've led us down this path. There you go, we're going back to murders again. <laughs> Hey, look, I bought all the murder case books when I was a kid, so this is this is right oh, in my wheelhouse. Dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. What and you know what? Richie's right. The best bit about doing this show is the brilliant comp- um, contributions from you guys. And you were bang on form yesterday. Uh, you were helping us refresh the stuffy old phonetic alphabet mm-hmm. with its old whiskies and foxtrots and all that kind of nonsense and come up with a list of words that are more 2019. Yes. And we were today we were going to present that back to you with a bit of music and jazz it all up and stick it on Facebook. But we've got a couple of gaps that we need to fill first. Pulled up short, admittedly. I guess they're probably the tricky ones. So we have uh, brand new Home Time 2019 phonetic alphabet suggestions for everything other than W, X and Z. Now, normally they'd be Whiskey, X-Ray and Zulu, right? Correct. Which, you know, again, these, these are old-fashioned old ones. Old hat indeed. So we need better, better words for W, X is going to be tough, mm-hmm. and Z, and if you can think of anything. Uh, you've got until the end of the show? I'd say until the end of the show. We would really like to be in a position where we can unveil this for the Big Thursday show. Big Thursday show, get in touch now. <laughs> Big Thursday show. <laughs> Time podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. It's Bush and Richie. It's home time, uh, raising a four minute warning for Toto and Africa. It's going to close the show. Oh, wow. What a way to end. Uh, we've been asking for your uh, suggestions for us trying to jazz up the phonetic alphabet. It's a bit stuffy and old fashioned. We're doing it for 2019, but we were three letters short in terms of our big list. We're going to present this properly on tomorrow's show, which is the reason why we need to concentrate. What were the letters we were after? Uh, w, X, and Z. Nice. Uh, so far, Steve says, a bit left field. What about Simon? for X, because let's face it, most X's are. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Uh, Christina in Kingston says, surely W is for WhatsApp. Uh, Nige says, uh, W for Wi-Fi, X for Xbox, Z for Zippy. 
<laughs> Strange. Uh, uh, and an anonymous one uh, saying, uh, Zed, surely zany like your show. Oh, get out of here, guys. <laughs> We're going to put this into our list and we will be presenting to this to you tomorrow in its full glory. And I tell you what, we had a little look through it before we started the show today. Some of the stuff you came up with was genius. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute radio. Question, what are you having for tea tonight? And then let me tell you what happened dramatically for tea yesterday. Do you know what? My other half, Katie, if I can just grab my phone, mm-hmm. she texted me uh, with a hint of what might be for tea. Uh, oh, no, it's for our daughter. Oh, for our daughter. She said something out of a sachet. I thought that was for me. I was like, what? <laughs> I'm nine months old, something, something out of a sachet. If you're going home for a sachet dinner... Wouldn't that be good, though? What would be in a sachet? Like, just a bag of Uncle Ben's rice? Could be, or it could be one of those packet mixes. Um, my tuna pasta bake comes out of a packet mix. Can I tell you, one of the... My favourite ever low-energy um, low kind of low-hassle meals... Go. I love... Those little instant uh, curries that you can get from supermarkets. You know the ones you stick in the oven and it's got yeah, rice yeah. on one side? Like a TV dinner and curry on the other? Uh, the, love it. The, the butter chicken that I get from Marks and Spencer's. Oh, that, that's exactly that, yeah. So good, I love those things. Yeah. If it's that tonight, I mean, it's not a sachet, but let it be that. <laughs> Last night, obviously, Tuesday, two for Tuesday, Domino's. Yeah. What a result this was. What a result. So, ordered the two pizzas. Uh-huh. They turn up with a side... Nice. Because okay. if you're going to get something free, you might as well order something else. For what, is, what, you... what is the side that you go for? I went last night because it was shared uh, with their, their like chicken select box. So you get in there four little chicken wings, four chicken kickers, no. which are the underrated side at Domino's. No, 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 no. And four chicken strippers. But sorry, before we do get to the next part of your story, you are you violated one of my food rules, which is... Buying food that a uh, a company's not famous for from it. So, for example, uh, going to a chippy and then ordering uh, chicken wings. They're not famous for that. That's not their their thing. Do you know what I mean? Or getting chips in a Chinese restaurant. It's not their speciality. <laughs> they they do brilliant pizzas. Don't get me wrong. They do chicken wings though. Not their speciality. I'm a man who appreciates rules like that in life. On this case, okay. I do urge you to give it a try. All right. Their, their chicken based sides are very good. All right then. So. so Two pizzas yep. and the chicken side variety box. Sounds like a feast. It, it, it was, and when it turned up, unfortunately, Natalie's was correct. My order was wrong. What was wrong with it? It was the wrong pizza. Completely the wrong pizza. It was pizza. for a lady called Emily, and it had black olives everywhere. It was not the create-your-own that I had done. Emily sounds like a bore. <laughs> Doesn't she? Mm, olives. Yeah, I'm going to just have black olives all over it. So, imagine how irate I am when I've waited 45 minutes for a pizza and the wrong one comes. And, and someone else is eating pizza in my lounge. And probably the worst thing for you is that you're ravenous and you wouldn't eat um, olives in a million years, so you won't even pick it off and even touch the other pizza. Correct. So, I called them up. Gave them short shrift and they apologised. And the bloke said to me on the phone, here's the face. He said, don't worry, we'll redo the order. We'll send it out in a sec. So I was thinking, OK, fair enough. I'm just going to have to wait. Eating at 10 o'clock at night or something. Exactly. Front door goes, yeah. open the door. They had been true to their words. They redid the order. They redid the whole order. Get out of town. So a second version of Natalie's pizza turns up. Wow. She's already still finishing the first one. <laughs> a second entire... Variety box of chicken turns up, and the first time my pizza turns up correct. Wow. All for free. That's like striking gold. It really was gold. Uh, so, saved the spare Natalie pizza straight into the fridge lunchtime today. What do you do with Emily's pizza? Emily's pizza, <laughs> food waste. Oh, oh poor no. Emily. Yeah. 
Oh, dearie. Did you eat the other lot of chicken as well? Yeah, stove that in last night. <laughs> Had two chicken sides. I feel offensive. You dirty boy. 